Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Turbocharged MD. This is season two, episode number two. Excited about today's topic. We're going to talk about seven keys to setting up a consultation that shows. And I think that most have had experience in our medical practices where we either do free consultations or we're setting up consultations for prospective patients for one of your amazing treatment programs and they just don't show up. And it could be very deflating for your sales team. Uh, it can really hurt and affect your KPIs. And having people actually show up for consultations is super important. Before I get into those keys, a lot of people ask me, is it better to charge for a consultation or is it better to set up a free consultation? And what I can definitively tell you is typically when you charge for a consultation, people show up because they do have skin in the game. And it doesn't mean that you have to charge them an exorbitant amount of money. So my strategy, if you're going to actually charge for consultations, would to be to let the prospect know that when they get started on a treatment program, not if they get started on a treatment program, that you'll apply the consultation fee to that treatment program. The second thing I do if you are charging consultation fee is charge it up front before they get to the office. Because what's the difference between a free consultation and a paid for consultation if they don't have to pay before they get there? So if you're going to be charging for your consultations, you should be charging while you're setting up the consultation. Let them know you're going to take their credit card, their Visa, their Master's card, American Express, or Discover. This way, it'll assure that you set aside time for them to meet with the medical staff, and then you just move on from there. And of course, you're going to be doing confirmations to make sure they set up. Uh, as far as free consultations are concerned, and I know that you know many people are successful with that as well, uh, it just really comes down to your show percentages. If you're setting up free consultations and people just aren't showing up at all, maybe you should think about going over to the pay model. But more importantly than that, it's really going to be the substance of this podcast is what are the steps to get somebody to show? It's not just making an appointment, wishing or hoping that they show up at the practice. It's really knowing what are the key variables to getting somebody to actually show up and give you the opportunity to bring a new patient into your practice. So, you know, one of the most important metrics that you can track in sales to hit your sales goal is not necessarily your sales number itself, but it really is tracking the number of appointments you're setting for your prospects and how many people are actually showing up. So how many discovery meetings have you set up? How many appointments have you set up? How is your ability to set them up? Because that's going to really dictate your success. And then what are your show percentages? If you're consistently setting appointments with solid prospect, you're going to hit your sales goals. And you should know how many patients you expect to have per month in your business. What is your goal per patient? How many actual consultations would it take to hit that number? And then as we dig even deeper, how many leads does it take to actually get that consultation? So leads generated equals consultation set equals consultation show equals closes equals brand new revenue. So what you say during your presentation uh, on the phone and typically we'll be getting inbound calls or you're going to get web leads and you're going to make outbound calls and say to the person, you know, thank you so much for your interest. And then getting into the little discovery rapport building and getting to know that person to make sure that they are going to 
commit to an appointment and show up for the appointment. So we don't want to struggle with converting conversations into good prospects. We won't really want to have a plan. So step number one, don't set an appointment with just anyone. Like a free consultation, once again, if people don't have skin in the game, and a lot of times when people see the word free, they are all about, yeah, that sounds good. It's free. And also they you know, they are also thinking to themselves, well, if I go, great. And if I don't go, then there's no big deal because I didn't pay anything for for it. So you want to try to set appointments with the right people. The key is to set the appointment with the right contact. You know, hopefully you're speaking to the decision maker, and I would assume you are. That's the person who's actually going to invest the money into the treatment program, uh, they're going to do go in, they're going to invest some money into that program. So if you think about it, your goal isn't just setting an appointment with anyone who has a pulse, just because somebody submits a lead or calls your practice doesn't mean that they're a great prospect for your practice. And that's why we need to do some discovery, report building, qualifying to make sure that we're setting appointments with people who seem like they're qualified ready to have a real conversation and ultimately going to make an effective decision to move forward or not once they get to the practice. Uh, The second thing is, you know, you really want to get into the qualifying, disqualifying phase. So once again, not everyone who you speak to is going to be qualified. It's really important. I mean, sometimes, you know, salespeople or your funders or your phone people get really excited when they have a person on the phone, who's willing to talk to them. But just because they're willing to pick up the phone and talk to you doesn't mean that they're going to be your ideal patient. Doesn't mean they're going to be your avatar, somebody who not only wants and seeks the benefits of your treatments, but somebody who actually can afford to pay for your treatment. So this is where we want to do a little partial discovery on the initial phone call just trying to determine, you know, is your prospect qualified or not? You're going to ask questions that'll help you understand whether the prospect is the right person to do business with. Um, You know, uh, what type of answers the prospect is giving you is going to be a good indication if they're a good prospect. You know, are they somebody who's getting down the weeds, getting to the nitty gritty? Are they taking a big picture view? Do they understand exactly what your treatments are and what their challenges specifically are? Um, Do they actually have the right kind of problems for you to solve? And, you know, if the answers to some of these questions aren't painting the picture of your ideal prospect, uh, you can know right up front that maybe that prospect is not a fit. You know, if you're trying to charge a $99 consultation fee and that person wants to split it up into two credit cards, that might not be the best fit for you. Uh, a lot of times what I suggest is if you, once you get really good at prospecting and understanding if you're on somebody on the phone with somebody who you know is not qualified, you know, and I'm not a big proponent of giving out prices on the phone, but I am a big proponent of trying to feel my way around if I think this is a qualified prospect. If I feel like they're not, once again, they're struggling, money's the big concern, or they're indicating that they have no money to invest, I might mention that the cost of the treatment outside the consultation is going to range between X dollars and X dollars. Is that something that fits in your budget? So better than bringing them in and either you or somebody in your office doing a consultation and you know that it's a dead-end situation, I'd rather get the qualified 
prospects in through the door and in front of my sales team. Um, you know, one of the key distinctions between top performing salespeople and everyone else is really your ability to disqualify the non-qualified prospects and thus spend the majority of your time speaking to truly qualified prospects. You know, the other powerful effect is that, you know, you're never going to come off as needy because you're not trying to set an appointment with just anyone. I think your prospect's going to notice that, you know, through your conversation and they're going to think, wow, this person's really a professional because they're not trying to do anything just to get me into the office. They're trying to get to know about, know something about me, understand my problem, listen to me and build rapport. So a lot of times prospects typically meet with salespeople who will do just about anything or say anything to get a sale. And that comes down to a lot of times your sales team putting pressure on prospects, you know, being too salesy. Uh, you know, if you want to set an appointment with your ideal prospect, you want to be the complete opposite of that. Give your prospect, you know, the opposite of what their typical buying experience is. And the best way to do that is act don't act like a salesperson, act more like a doctor, especially since you're in the medical business. And I understand that most people listening to this, or if you're teaching your team who are not medical personnel, but do understand your treatment programs, if they act like a somebody in position of authority and knowledge, you're going to have more uh, success with getting people through the door. Um, so it's really about your behavior. Um, don't be pushy. Don't do anything to get somebody in for a consultation because, once again, they just might not be the real uh, person that you want in front of you or a good qualified prospect uh, for your um, for your practice. So, you know, so actually, you know, having a doctor mentality in sales is great. Um, you know, behave like the doctor, diagnose the challenges that your prospects are bringing to you. Uh, if the prospect's telling you they have issues and their challenges, um, tell them you can, you can solve it and tell them, you know, tell me a little bit more about your problems. Help me understand exactly what's going on. Get them engaged, you know, be like the doctor would be, you know, during a, a examination, uh, or an evaluation and dig as deep as you can. Um, the next thing we want to do is when we're setting up the appointment is understanding the upside. You know, to successfully set an appointment, your prospect has to feel like there's going to be value in coming in to spend their time to sit in front of either yourself or other people who are part of your sales or a medical team. So, you know, create value in coming and meeting. Put yourself in the shoes of your prospects. Don't forget, they have a million things going on. The last thing they want to do is spend an hour with a salesperson who's just wasting their time. So, you know, during your initial prospecting call, help your prospects see the value of working with you, with your practice. And one of the keys to doing this is actually helping them understand the upside of you helping them to solve their problem. You know, a lot of salespeople don't get this right because they're really focused just on how much money this person could potentially pay and what their commission will be. But it's more important in getting you to tell the prospect or having the prospect imagine what their life is going to look like after your treatment program uh, or your, you know, whatever your programs may be is going to help them, you know, get the benefits of what they're seeking for whatever is ailing them or challenging them. So 
make sure that you know you are really promoting value. Once again, you're being a great listener. You're asking questions. You're digging a little bit deeper to really understand you know who it is you're speaking to. You know, are they a good candidate? And that you can have them admit they have a problem, what the issue is, how you're going to solve it, and what their life would look like after this. Uh, and you could do this for anything, you know, any selling situation. You know, the upside, you know, doesn't have to be increased revenues. It can just be building a great relationship. Um, you know, you have to make sure every solution does have an upside. What you get, what you do get, is your prospect to articulate what the upside for them is to solve any of their key challenges. And once you're able to do that, you know, the obvious value is going to be working with you, setting an appointment with you having a great rapport with you and then feeling really uh, good about their decision to you know, seek treatment or come in for a consultation and spend time at your medical practice. Uh, another key is asking somebody, can I make a recommendation? So five simple words, can I make a recommendation? It's a very powerful phrase when it comes to be able to set appointments with your ideal prospect. So this is some real secret sauce. You know, the phrase, can I make a recommendation, is very powerful when it comes time to transitioning into actually scheduling the appointment, you know, in, in sales. So here's why. Let's say you've gone through your initial conversation, you've gotten your prospect to articulate the upside, you've determined that this is someone that you definitely want to be setting a meeting with, and you want them to come in for a consultation. You now need to transition into setting the meeting by starting the phrase by asking, can I make a recommendation? And of course, when you say that, you're expecting your prospect to say, of course I can. At the same time, it's also setting you up as an expert who makes recommendations, and now they're completely open to your, suge your suggestion. So, you know, like for instance, if you say something like, why don't we schedule an appointment? We can get together face to face for about an hour, and we can dig into these. Uh, issues more deeply with the medical team. You know, I can also share some best practices and how we're going to help you solve these challenges. Does that make sense? You know, naturally and assumingly you've done a good job up until then, they're going to say yes. So asking somebody, can I make a recommendation? And the recommendation is, let's get you in. Let's have you talk and sit in front of our medical team. Let's dig a little bit deeper and we're going to find a solution for you. A lot of times we'll uh, result in a prospect show. And let's not forget what the topic is. The topic that we are talking about today is getting prospects to show. It's not just answering a phone and inviting them in for a free consultation. That is going to almost paralyze your business because you're not doing, again, any rapport building. You have no relationship with the person. Don't forget they're speaking to you the first time. They probably never have been introduced to your practice. The reason they're calling is because they went online, typed in a condition or something that's going on in their life. Your treatment programs came up. They decided to either call you or submit a web form because they want more information. But what they want to do is feel comfortable with somebody they trust. They want to feel comfortable with somebody they like and somebody who treats them really well on the phone, and they're more apt to show if all of those things fall into place. So another, th you know, one of the one, number six is that you always want to schedule a clear next step. So it's not just about 
outside of the consultation. And it's really just important just for sales in general. You know, it's critical for actually setting the appointment. Make a commitment to yourself that you're never going to allow any selling situation to end without a clear outcome. Salespeople do this all the time. You're on the phone with the prospect. It kind of ends wishy-washy. The prospect says something like, hey, you know, why don't you call me back in a month? And then you say, okay, sure. Uh, my response for that would be, you know, making sure there's a very clear next step at any point in that sales process, but especially in the beginning. You want to there be a clear scheduled next step, you know, where a calendar invite goes out to the prospect and they accept and, and they accept it. Even if they say to you, could you give me a call back in the month? You could say something along the lines, I'd be happy to do that. Do you actually have your calendar in front of you so we can schedule something? That way we don't have all that back and forth, miss each other. Um, if they say no to that, then there's a good reason, there's a good chance that they're really not interesting. But if they say not, yes, now you have something in the book. So just expand on that a little bit. Every single phone call should end with a clear uh communication. It should always have a clear next step. If they schedule, the clear next step is going to be, I will call you to confirm. I'm going to send out a confirmation email. I am looking forward to meeting with you. If they say, no, I can't right now, you're going to find a definitive time that the two of you agree to a time in the future when you're going to give them a call back. So say today's January 22nd, Let's say you're speaking to me on the phone and I say, can you give me a call back in three weeks? I'm going to look and say, hey, let's look at the calendar now. Let's schedule something and I'll send you out a reminder and then I'll call you to remind you again about our appointment. You know, can we talk on February 4th, house 2 p.m. call? Send out an email, send out a text. It's great speaking with you today. Looking forward to our next conversation at X amount of time. Make sure that you put it on your calendar and make sure that you call them when you say they're going to call them. And then finally, you know, the last part of all this, as far as the, uh, you know, successfully getting people to show up for the consultation is you have to have a contingency plan for when they're pushing back on you. And this happens a lot. You know, a lot of times you're in a selling situation your prospect starts to get a little squirrely. They say, Hey, it was great speaking to you, you know, but the timing just isn't right right now. Can you call me back in six months? And uh, a lot of salespeople would respond and say, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll call you in six months. Uh, would it make sense to call you on a Monday or a Thursday or whatever weak response, you know, a salesperson might have. Instead, I want you really to think about having a contingency plan in place or when they push back on setting the appointment. So let's say the prospect says, I'm really busy this month. Could we maybe get together next month? Shoot me an email in a month and we can eat, you know, we could set something up. I would reply with your contingency plan saying, I really appreciate you saying this, but I've been doing this for a long time. And I know that usually people tell me this because it's a nice way of saying they're not really interested in ever getting together. Is that what you see is happening here? Now, that takes a lot of guts, you know, but I can tell you emphatically, having been in sales for over 30 years, that the chances are if somebody doesn't set an appointment with you. They're not going to set an appointment with you in the future. Yes, some people do. Most people don't. You know, we end up being in this cat and mouse. We're chasing people around. When you have somebody on the phone, that is when they are your hottest prospect. That is when they're at most excited. 
They're thinking about whatever is the issue they have at that very moment, how they can solve that issue. And it's time to do it now. You know, if they don't do anything, their issue or challenge is not going to uh, resolve itself, you know, unless they decide to go somewhere else. But it's just like anything when sales, you, know, you have to ask several different times. And if somebody really tries to put you off, there's nothing wrong with saying that typically when somebody tells me, you know, to call me in a couple of months, you know, they never end up coming in because, you know, life hits them in the face. And this is what just what typically happens through my experience. And just see how they respond. Um, you know, if you do that, you know, two things are going to happen. Either they're just going to say, yes, you know, this doesn't really make sense for me. Or they're going to say, no, you know, I'm really busy and would like to get together. This isn't just a good time for me. And, you know, when something like that happens, that's a great time to reply and say, you know what, that sounds totally reasonable. You know, let's schedule something for next month so we can avoid all the back and forth. We'll get it off together then. But at least right now we have it in the calendar and it doesn't fall off the ra radar. Does that sound good, good to you? You're always trying to get your buyer to or a prospect to say yes. Either way, you're going to know right away whether they're qualified or if they're wasting your time or if you're going to have to chase them around and they just don't want to meet with you at all. If somebody's being really wishy-washy with you on the phone about scheduling an appointment, I mean, you really don't have much to lose. So, you know, it takes a little guts and it takes a little practice. But once you get into that flow of kind of forcing the conversation a little bit, not letting people off the hook so easily, you're going to find that you're going to get really good at convincing somebody who actually wants to do it, but maybe they're just a little bit afraid to do it at this particular time to actually do it and show up to come to your appointment. So there are seven keys setting appointment with prospects in any type of sale. I hope you found this useful. I will say that, you know, it takes practice. You know, I listened to this podcast several times and think to yourself, you know, am I doing these things? It's the first thing I think to myself. You know, listen to some of your calls. Look at your people that are showing up. And if you're able to listen to a recorded call and go back and say, oh, you know what? Here's what I did. I like I did this. I need to do this more in the future versus you know, uh, I real all I really did was just try to get them in for an appointment. You're going to find your results are going to change. So it just takes a little adjustment. It takes a little bit of practice. But overall, at the end of the game, you are in the appointment setting, consultation setting business. And, you know, those who set the most consultations are definitely obviously that show up are going to get the most sales. So I hope this podcast was beneficial. Um, feel free to respond, email me, call us anytime. You can visit me at www.medicalmarketingsolution.com. Medical Marketing Solution is a full service, private practice, consulting, website development, SEO, marketing. Uh, we do workshops, seminars, sales training, and we also have the Vortex Concierge Call Center to help you set your appointments and sell your treatment programs. This is Rich Force. It was a pleasure being here today. Hope everyone has a great day.